Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What's up, guys? Tambo here with your Week 4 Core Report. Our cores have been on fire this season, and our guy Hoop nailed the Week 4 strategy, stacking up the Lions and Seahawks game. Hoop went cheap at quarterback, rostering Geno Smith with the double stack of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. He then went full onslaught for the game by adding Jamal Williams, TJ Hawkinson, and Josh Reynolds from the Detroit side. Hoop topped off his lineup with several one-offs, including Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and the Eagles D racking up a score of 252 DraftKings points with a unique lineup that actually took out a 33-man dupe train, shipping the Hoopster $1 million in the Week 4 Millimaker. Several of the players from Hoop's lineup appeared in his core plays and cash player pool provided to our premium members, who also had some pretty big weeks. MC won over 3K on DraftKings, Raholman hit for over 5K, Nika hit for over 6K, and Chase Addy NC shipped for over $45,000 on FanDuel. And Hoop isn't the only expert to hit big recently. JT Hayes hit for $20,000 in MLB last week. Big T hit once again, profiting over $33,000 on the NFL Week 4 afternoon slate. And our guy Locks had a huge night, shipping for over $213,000 on the Sunday Night Showdown slate. You can watch all of our experts for free by visiting our YouTube channel and subscribing right now for our premium content where you can access all of our core plays, playbook, Discord, premium videos, and more. Visit RunPureSports.com and sign up for a membership today. At RPS, every sport is included for one low price. Sign up for our premium membership today and let's keep running pure. Hey, we're back. We're picking winners. It's Holden. It's Mangone. It's spread. And I hope everybody's having a great day here. Are the games we're going to get into today. Steelers bills will be our first game. The Falcons taking on the bucks and we got the Eagles and the Cowboys cards and Rams bears and Vikings. And then Thursday night football, it'll be the Colts and the Broncos, obviously no Javante and no Jonathan Taylor. So we'll get into those six games. Spread's going to handle it from the betting side. Mangone will handle it from the DFS side. And I'll just sit here looking like an idiot. Good morning, Mangone. What's happening on this wonderful, it's Wednesday, right? Wonderful Wednesday morning, afternoon, whenever the hell it is. Talk to me here. What do we got on uh, the docket today in beautiful New Jersey? Uh, nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, I think I'm just, I guess, doing sports stuff, I guess. Uh, trying to think. I'm better. Yeah, I do. I do feel better. Uh, we got baseball coming up. So obviously got to work on some of that. Uh, I'm, I might get a little bit of head start on some football stuff. Uh, we have the 
Prim Factory starting at five. The I'm sure it'll be a two and a half hour extravaganza like always. And I always say to Big T, you need to make this thing shorter. But good news, it starts on Wednesday. So I can get a little bit of a head start on that. Uh, and I might start getting some NFL, some college football, maybe some showdown stuff up. Just kind of want to get a little ahead of the curve. Uh, so I think that's going to be on the docket tonight. And maybe, just maybe, a little NBA preseason. I don't know if Ooh. Spread caught some Zion last night. That was a lot of fun. There's also some high school basketball. Yeah, we were watching some high school last night because two of the best players in the world were, were, were going out back and forth. And Holden's like making this face. Not was, for, I, I can't watch high school, buddy. It's it's going. Oh, are you talking about the, the G League game? Yeah, it was those two guys or whatever. Oh, right? the G That's League, it was professional. Game. Those kids yeah. are out. Those they were, they were, it, it they was. They're like the French team versus the G League team. Yeah, they're they're kids. I mean, they're basically high schoolers. But as long as they're getting paid, and they're not in high school. Yeah, yeah, they're basically high schoolers. Yes. They're not. They're not. They're not college players. Spread. You know what I mean? I mean, they're the same age, but yeah, I mean, it was a great game. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> no one was watching the other guys, right? We were watching the two kids. We were watching Victor, and he looked absolutely fantastic. Exactly. And if Victor wasn't on the floor, we would be all talking about Scoot Henderson today. So a great performance for both those uh, young men. And boy, how much does it suck to be a Kings fan and knowing that we're trying to get 38 wins rather than tank right. for L- one of Listen, those I guys. promise you, football fans, we're not going to bore you with this NBA shit. We got six months of that coming up. <laughs> Fred and Mangone can go peel to it. I'm going to be doing up to lock every freaking day. So I am actually looking forward to it because it's pro- outside of the NFL. It really has turned into me for the second most exciting. And and uh, I don't want to say it's the easiest, but we cashed a lot there too. It's just been a great start for RPS in the first four weeks in the NFL. Our baseball guys are still grinding. Uncle T won 11K last night. So that was good for him. Uh, we got the old guys pod, which will drop tomorrow. We tried to tape it last night. That was a debacle. Uh, spread, of course, was my personal heckler. So I'm okay with that, though, Spread. It's good to see. And that's that, what though. the people wanted. They didn't Is want they, the in-depth did they? breakdowns. Did they? Yeah, I got messages from everybody. Yeah, you probably didn't, but I don't blame you for doing that. Anyways, so uh, let's go. Like the uh, like the vid, I did put a fork in the electrical socket. Um, there's, there's no question. I'm just not going to spend time doing my hair, guys. It's just not its not happening. You're a bunch of 40-year-old dudes watching this show, smoking weed at home. I'm not trying to impress you with the exception of my hosting skills. So let's get into this here, Mr. Spread Astaire. Our first game, Steelers and the Bills this week. The Bills coming off that big come-from-behind win. Uh, nasty weather against the Ravens, but they won on the road. And this week, they get Kenneth Pickett. And Mr. Three INTs, and I'm going to run a lot quarterback for the Steelers. So Steelers, 14-point dogs at home. 46.5 is the total. Do you ever take 14-point favorite spread? I'm not going to in this game, but I thought this was a lot of fun. Uh, Tyler and I did the playbook before we jumped on there. So uh, guys, make sure you're checking that out. The playbook has been absolutely on fire, and I think we keep getting better. We're refining our process week by week. You know, a little new to us to be doing numbers together. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. But I felt that we had something uh, that I heard uh, your guy, Chris Andrews on Beeson talk about on Monday with these big spreads. And it's I don't a even lot. know who that is. Okay. He's the guy who sets the lines for the South Point. Mm. And he goes on with Gil Alexander. And, and he talked about the law of diminishing returns on these big spreads. And he said that, you know, his power numbers put, came this out to 17. Uh, ours came out to like 16.8 something, do but it. we moved it down to 14 because he did it too. And, and then Tyler and I decided to do the same thing because 
the idea is in these really big spreads, uh, you know, one team will take their foot off the gas, just start running the, the ball, uh, trying to end the clock. And they'll also switch to a prevent, which means that Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett should be able to score a little easier than they will in the first half. So when these big spread games, your numbers aren't going to necessarily be accurate because of where Travis is going to get to uh, this game script. So while the numbers are telling us to take Buffalo, uh, we were fine staying off that game. We think, you know, we don't really want to get in the habit of laying uh, 14 points in the National Football League. So we were fine staying away from that. And I have too many windows open, but we did have a play on the total. Where is that? Uh, we like the under in this game because we think the Steelers will have problems scoring uh, until they get to that prevent. Okay. Well, I think they're going to set Josh Allen's passing yard somewhere in the mid two eighties. Uh, just wondering if you'd have any interest in that. And then his rushing yards will probably be in the upper thirties. I'm telling you right now, when there's a 14 point spread spread, uh-uh. <laughs> it's gotta be a slam dunk play. And I have no doubt the bills are going to win this game, but. We're still talking about NFL players. You see it every week. These games are close. No matter how big the discrepancy is between the quarterbacks or the talent, very rarely are we seeing blowouts of two touchdowns. Yeah, and I actually don't like the Josh Allen over this week. And my idea is that if he yep. gets there, he's going to have to get there early. But if the game plays out like we expect, there sh they should be trying to get this running game involved. If you were to talk about the Buffalo Bills and look at their playoff chances, their biggest issue right now is going to be their inability to run the ball. If you say there's one thing this team needs to improve overall, it's going to be running the ball because they're going to need to do that in the playoffs. So I can imagine, especially if they get ahead, they're going to make a concerted effort to establish and improve their aspect of their game. All right. So let's go to the DFS side here, Mango. This will be more theory than anything else. Uh, so Josh Allen, is he in play since there is the big spread Would Kenny Pickett be in play at 5.1 K where he's probably gonna have to throw and run a ton. We saw George Pickens burst onto the scene. Finally, Devin Singletary, your boy. Uh, and then we got wide receivers uh, besides for Pickens on the other side, Diggs and Gabe Davis. And if Isaiah McKenzie plays this week, I told you last week, don't play the Gabe Davis with the ankle. We'll see how his ankle is this week, but uh, talk to us, Mango. And how do you handle this given the spread? Because Kenny Pickett's 5-1, my friend. He's 5-1. And, like, one thing that uh, we, we talked a little bit about on, like, the uh, the first look show is why did we like Marcus Mariota so much early in the season? Well, the reason why we liked him is because I said, he's trailing every game. Well, like, is Kenny Pickett trailing every game? Once you saw Mariota in that competitive game, finally, like, where they weren't, like, it's like, okay, that was a really bad thing. because They were just running the ball a lot, and it just didn't work out for him. So, Kenny Pickett at five one. It's and, and I didn't realize he was gonna like. I, I think the rushing touchdowns was a little fluky. Like I mean, it was kind of crazy what happened there. Um, I am not a one thing I want to talk about with Pickett. His interceptions were fluky too, right? Like one of them was a hail mary end of the game, just trying to chuck it up. Right, that happens. Another one hit Fryermuse hands, landed into someone else's hands, and the other one was just a jump ball to Chase Claypool, where he just said, "Hey, Chase, go up and get it," and he didn't go up and get it. So, and that was his first NFL throw. So. Give him a little slack. I thought he didn't look as bad as maybe people might think. I mean, that's a really hard hand to, to, to get. You're losing. You come into the game. You have to bail the team out in just one half. I thought he didn't look as bad as people might think. Now, we're talking DFS, though. And DFS-wise, at 5-1, if it helped get you everything you wanted, I wouldn't say it's the craziest thing, but I think there's just cheap enough options like – 
I mean, we haven't gotten to the games, but there's other quarterbacks that I think you can get away with. Like if Kenny Pickett was like four or five or like even lower, like then the conversation starts getting really interesting. I think that there's just not a big enough gap between Pickett and some of those other quarterbacks in the 5K range where I don't think you need to do that. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen, I just don't think you need to go with him because like, listen, if you tell me the game's competitive the whole time, yeah, I probably want Josh Allen. But there's another quarterback that I think is the better quarterback. That doesn't mean you can't play Josh Allen in tournaments. You certainly can. If his ownership is going to be low, that could be enticing. But I've also always been very hesitant about rostering the most expensive quarterback and the most expensive like receivers together, just because once you do that, your full lineup gets a little tough. So that's something I think about a little bit too. Um, And I just don't know if I want to go that route with my most expensive quarterback. There's someone else that I think I prefer a little bit that I'd rather take a chance on. Uh, Another thing that we need to talk about that has to do with this slate, just to get it out of the way, the most expensive tight end is 5.2 K. And that's important to mention just because, you're literally not going to be spending your salary at tight end as much this week where that'll allow you to have more salary to spend in other spots naturally. So that's another talking point that just needs to be called out for sure. Uh, When you're talking about the context of every slate, they're all different. So maybe that does give the ability to spend up a little more for one of these guys, but overall, this isn't a spot I'm dying to get to. I think Mm -hmm. it's fine. um, But it's, they're all in play. I'm not going to tell you Diggs is a bad play. I'm not going to tell you uh, Dawson Knox at 3-6 is a bad play. All these guys are certainly in play, but I do worry about the opposite side is this game interacting, this game being competitive. And if it's the th- if it's late in the third quarter, what are the Bills going to do? I mean, we saw them in other games. What did they do? Yes, and other guys had already got there, but they just went to Zach Moss and these other options. But I think it's like one-off plays, like a, like a Stephon Diggs, can he break the slate at receiver? Certainly. Definitely someone that I think you should be considering, no doubt. Okay, so we got that going for us. Not much, not even Devin Singletary. So we'll move on from that game. Again, we got four more games from the betting and DFS sides. I think that was more of a theory game right there with Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Even though Buffalo has the highest team total, right? Who the hell knows? You know, yeah, one thing we should I should have called out, Holden, is yeah. uh, Kenny Pickett is really going to George Pickens. Like, I, I forget what the numbers are, but, like, they're insane, yes. right? Like the air yards, the all of them, all the target percentage. So Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 4.3K. Do not sleep on George Pickens this week because they're going to be trailing the entire game. Dude ended up with eight targets, six receptions, 102 yards, and that was just a half of football with uh, Pickett at quarterback. Yes, he got some of it with... Uh, um, Mitch Trubisky, but definitely not as much. So do not sleep on George Pickens this week. I think he's an interesting cash game and tournament option. Pickens, Singletary, Friermuth, I think would be the three guys from this game. I'll at least consider 
Uh, Falcons Bucks is our next game that we're going to get into. Uh, Angry Tom Brady. We talked about it last night. Spread on the old guys pod. See if you're buying into that narrative. Big favorites for the Bucks this week. Eight and a half point favorites. Godwin looking pretty good. He's expected to play once again with another week under his belt. Evans is there. Russell Gage, Leonard Fournette. These guys are getting healthy now. You've got the Falcons with Mariota. When I get to Mango, maybe we can get back into Mariota, back on the Mariota train this week. But eight and a half point favorites for the Bucks. 48 is the total for me. No reason to go on the side. Um, let's get your first thoughts on the side and then get to that total of 48 spread. Yeah, so last night also on the Old Guys pod, you asked me about the game that I'm looking forward to the most. And looking through, right, it's not like last week. There's not a lot of these marquee matchups. But what there are is measuring stick games. And what I consider this game to be is a measuring stick for the Atlanta Falcons offense. I think the Buccaneers are going to be able to score. I don't think the Falcons have the best defense. We talked about Tom Brady getting back on track. And after that terrible situational spot for them, uh, practicing in Miami last week, not necessarily having their minds on the football game going into Kansas City. This is a great bounce back spot for this Buccaneers offense, and I expect that to happen. Now, if we're looking at this Falcons team, and I think doing a show with Travis just makes me talk faster. I just noticed that right now. Deep breath, buddy. Yeah. So, all right, let me slow down a little bit. Uh, But with this Falcons team and the question on this spread is how much are the Falcons going to be able to score against the Buccaneers? Because this Falcons offense has impressed me so far uh, this season. We've talked about the weapons multiple times. And of course, Travis will break them down individually, but can they get it down done against one of the top five defenses in the NFL uh, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's where you're looking at in this, my, my mind, if you're looking at this game, do you believe in this Falcons offense to get it done against a top notch defense or just some of the regular defenses that they've been doing well against, or do you think Tampa uh, shuts them down by our numbers? We think that you should take Tampa. The numbers don't believe in Atlanta, but from what I've seen, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they got there. Um, we do like Tampa here, especially in a teaser spot. And we were also looking to take Tampa just in the first half. And then we negate some of that, what we talked about in the earlier game. And it's a theme this week, right? Because we don't have those marquee matchups, uh, but you're getting rid of some of that garbage time, the fourth quarter, the prevent, the run the clock out style deal. So if you do like Tampa, we prefer the first half. Uh, and we also like the under in this game. I don't see too many teaser games too this week. You know, you can get the Packers down to two at the Bucks, I guess. You'd have Packers minus two, Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah, you that can bring the Chiefs down like to the, one. What's but that? yeah, they don't the Chiefs you can get them down to one. Um, the Vikings you can get down to one, Jaguars you can get down to one, but it's not the pure long where you're going through seven, you're moving off seven. That's what yeah, that's why I'm saying it's basically the Packers. These are the only two teams, the Packers and the Bucks. That are the pure Wong. That's yeah. correct. And, and yeah, the commanders, but we'll stay away from that. The one. commandos. Yeah. Let's just yeah. stay away from that. All <laughs> right, Travis, start, start with uh, Mariota here again. We like the game script, right? But the question is, <laughs> you know, can he get it done against this defense? Drake London continues to produce. Algier is going to get uh, some work this week. So they've got running back ha- has switched up Fournette. There's another one. You know, he should get some time. Mike Evans had a big blow-up game. Talk to me. And, and is Kyle Pitts dead? You got a lot to break down offensively in this one. I think there's a lot of ways to go and a lot of storylines. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts is uh he kind of is dead. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna be there when he uh, rises back. You know what I mean? I don't think I'll be there for it. We'll see. Everyone has a price, though. I mean, if you tell me he's two five, I might be interested, but uh 
I'm going to keep waiting. I've been waiting a little while, so I uh, feel like I'm fine with not playing him here. Uh, I do want to talk about Drake London. I think Drake London is a really strong play in general. Um, 5.9K. The only issue is you do have a really tough matchup, but they will be trailing most of the time, so you expect them to have a good amount of targets. Drake London's definitely a good play. Um, so I, I think I'm I'm in on him. I like him in tournaments. I uh, think it'll be an interesting option. Uh, <clears throat> Tyler Algier, I guess, is the way you uh-huh. say it. Uh, is that how you say it? Go for it. Yeah, you did good. So my guy Tyler, let's see, four point seven k. Um, the thing I the thing I'm wor- worried about at four point seven k with him is yes, he gets you a lot, and I think he's fine. Um, like you can play him in tournaments and, and hope for the best, and if he gets you a dud score, at least it helped build out a lot of other things within your lineup. But Tampa run defense is not an easy one to handle, so I have some concerns here on him. Uh, also, like. I think we saw it a little bit. Uh, we definitely saw it last week with the bear situation. Um, I'm trying to see how much we saw it. We did. Yeah. We, I thought this Huntley guy got more work than I realized. Huntley got 10 carries. Right. And Algier got, uh, he got, uh, 10 rush attempts also. Sure. They, you, you think they're going to just give it to this Algier guy. He's going to get like, you know, 80% of the work, but it's not going to happen. They always like to mix in that backup. They don't like to kill a guy. So it's something I'm thinking about, especially against the Bucks. The Bucks are not a team that you can like run on. It's very difficult. And that's why they're kind of like a pass funnel, but they do have a good pass defense too. That's like the big debate. So um, I do worry that the Falcons could just lay an absolute egg here and it could be really, really ugly. But Mariota's in play. I think London's in play on the Falcon side. Um, and you can make an argument these running backs are in the conversation just because of what it can do for your full lineup construction uh, if you want to punt the running back position because running back hasn't been great, um, at least on DraftKings, you could say. Um, Fandle, there's some really ridiculous uh, running back price tags that we'll talk about as we kind of get further into the show. Um, <clears throat> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, though, um, obviously a good spot for someone like Leonard Fournette. You assume that they'll be in a, a good situation. Um, they'll be leading a bunch of the time. I mean, eight and a half point home favorites that's already a good sign for a running back but they are mixing in Rashad White a little bit more which is always a, a concern um so I'm not I think Fournette's a good play um he's in the conversation this week he's one of those guys when I'm like kind of building out my pool maybe he just gets kicked out last second but he's in the conversation this week guy I really like is Mike Evans I think they're just going to keep force feeding him the ball uh he's Tom Brady's guy you can pass on Atlanta very easily and because you can do that Brady's going to chuck it a ton Brady also hasn't looked good. I don't know uh, if you got the divorce narrative. I don't know how that plays out holding for you, but uh, Brady, maybe oh, he's let's talk him. about that. Let's talk about that. Cause after I got divorced, I went on a complete tear. Okay. It was amazing. It was the greatest run of my life. I think that's what happens to Tom Brady here. I think that's right, what well, happens to Tom Brady. He's just going to focus solely on football and just pounded Punani. So this right. is going to be a great week for Tom Brady. All right. Well, I mean, I think I think it also helps that he's going against the Atlanta secondary. I'll That'll help too. That. Everything everything is aligning for Tom Brady this week, Mango. So all the stars are aligning. Holden, Holden, if you don't have a Brady stack this week, yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be disappointed in you because uh, Brady. Oh, always- he's that. That's my man then. Brady Evans, run it back with London. And, and he's only 6K. Like he's really cheap this week. Like I honestly think he's in the cash game conversation just because how easy it is to pass on Atlanta. And listen, Tom is the guy that like, don't care. I don't know if you remember, there was a game against the lions like a while back. Um, I forget, but it was like one of those holiday games or something. And like 
the the Bucks were up like I don't know something egregious, like thirty five to three or something. And I was like, okay, Brady's probably done. And nah, he went back out there and just kept throwing on him and didn't care. So um, wouldn't shock me if the dude just runs up the score. So uh, do you think Tom Brady, 6K, I think he's a cash game and tournament option. Pair him up with Mike Evans. You can obviously add some other guys in there. You could throw in a Cam Brate. Uh, you could throw in, uh, you could throw in uh, Julio, Gage, whichever guys are healthy. I know they're, they're dealing with a lot of questionable tags on that end. So you have to wait and see. It's only a Wednesday. I don't know who's going to be in and who's going to be out. But I do know Mike Evans is going to be out there. And Mike Evans is leaning to be one of my favorite tournament plays this week. Yeah, it is great insight, Beefy. Uh, there's no, there's no question. I, I give you the insight that you need, not that you want the insight that you need. Uh, unlike Tony, who's sitting there right now, I'm bored, so let me write in TB sucks. I mean, give me a break, dude. Greatest quarterback of all time, guy still got it, and I think we're going to see it now. Now that Giselle's out of the picture. Goodbye, Giselle. It's time to get back on track here. Tom Brady yeah. is back. Well, the one thing Tony's forgetting is this is the Atlanta secondary. I agree. I'm not like dying to play Brady much this year. Did you but... play him last week in showdown? Uh, no, I did not play him. Should have. Nah, he was. He, he, he I don't think he was even on the winner. So thirty. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. I I had other teams that were. I mean, there was a lot of good high scoring guys. I had a lot of Evans. I'll say that. So that was at least good. But yes. Um, Brady, it's it's just the matchup is too good. Um, it's just yeah, it's you have to consider it. Like I I think you're crazy to not consider it, guys. Like yeah, but whatever. I mean that's fine. You guys, we, we saw just being a donkey. I, I'm confused. Like the chat, the chat is definitely not happy about it. But like yeah. guys, Atlanta secondary is bad. Like you can pass on them like crazy. So like anyone out there, like I would take probably Rubio out there slinging the ball to Big T as a tight end. You know, I think I would I would take my chances with, with uh, Rubio. It's, it's not a good analogy, but I'll move on from it, man, going, because I'm a fan. So like button would be great. We're, we still got to do the whole algorithm thing. If you've not subscribed to the channel, we got a ton. We've, we've gained like, I don't know, almost 2,000 subs since the season started already. Half of it's because everybody's been going nuts, and there's no hotter entity than RPS right now. And the other half is the content's really good. So here's the deal. We got shows up and down. If you haven't checked out our shows, we have premium shows as well, including up to lock, which is a show that I do with JSU who never tells anybody about the six figure hits that he always gets. And then Dunkle from the bet side. And he never talks about the hits that he has, which is ridiculous. Hoop just hit for Millie. I used his core, won a ton of money. The subscribers that know as little as I do, they also used his core and hit for a ton of money. Tony took down, yeah, it was the Millie, right? Yeah, he won a million bucks. 1.2, I think, is, is what it was. Uncle T, that old son of a bitch, he even had enough mental capacity to put in a baseball uh, team last night. He probably had his core up there. If you tailed that, he won $11,000. These All these guys are hot. This is the time to get in, and it's the time to tail them. Uh, even if you're too stubborn to take other guys' cores and use them, I can't recommend it more right now. On the bet side, Tyler, Spread, Dunkel, we got the facts, man. JJ's dad, completely inappropriate. My mom won't let me work with him anymore, but he's pretty good on the air. What What are you, what's that face, Spread? She watched the show with me and her. She says, if you keep going on with him, your career is dead. Your career as an actual broadcaster, not with RPS, is dead. She says, I oh, recommend really? you don't do it anymore. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know your mom was a media analyst like that. Yeah, she's been very good for my career. What did, what did your mom say you shouldn't No facts, man. Don't work. With yeah, is she going to give you any uh, feedback on this hair today? <laughs> it's pretty good if you ask me. 
<laughs> went to the stylist. So anyways, rumpiersports.com. We always say members never win. So many members won that like we don't have time to talk about all the members that won. You guys in the chat that are you guys and girls that are members. How you doing this season in the NFL? Be honest. I mean, maybe some of you suck and there's nothing I could do about it, but it's a pretty good time here at RPS. Time to get in. Let's go. We got another game to go to. We got one o'clock game. One more one o'clock game. That's the Bears and the Vikings. Um, Justin Fields will throw him, what, 11 times? He'll complete maybe four of them this week. That's a complete mess. The <laughs> Bears defense is a mess. The Minnesota implied total is 20 five and a half they are seven point favorites at home the total here is 44 once again spread i don't like this seven points it's a rivalry game i'm not going to bother with that 44 is the total but there's gonna be some player props i'm on uh, cousins will probably go off and in dfs i think this is a team we want to get on but talk to me here can you make a case to back the vikings as seven point favorites and what do you think about that 44 hanging out there yeah, so we have this as the Vikings by eight, eight point two to be exact, and we have this game going under. We have it at forty one point six. So um, here's my issue with the Vikings. My only concern is coming off of London. Uh, that's a long trip, and you, you know you come back from that. They definitely you know escape from that game. I don't think anybody watched that game and said, "Boy, I need to upgrade the Vikings in my power rankings." Uh, to be fair, though, I don't know if those London games are really true uh, me measures of how good that these teams are. Um, so my concern there would be coming off of that long trip. Uh, but at the same time, the Chicago Bears simply aren't very good. And I know Justin Fields hasn't looked good, but he's probably put in the worst situation um, probably since Josh Rosen, as far as developing as a quarterback. As a pro, they have a terrible offensive line. He has no... Uh, weapons to work with and they have a defensive-minded head coach so uh, our numbers like the Vikings it's hard for me to disagree but I think there's better spots for you on the board if you do want to play this game I would go under my concern is this Minnesota Vikings defense one thing that I felt that we did get right on the preview shows was yes they might have upgraded uh, the offense here uh, but losing Zimmer I think has made the defense a little bit worse so um, I like the under, but I think there's good reasons to argue that maybe our numbers aren't correct on, on both these, the side and the total for this game. Okay. What do you got here, man? Going, we're not, we're not going to, <laughs> to Justin Fields. I don't know what's going on in Montgomery right now. I don't even know how this game got chosen. Huh? How did this game get chosen? Well, that was the one I asked man going to add. And I got to be honest with you there. What, what else? What else are we going to do? There's a bunch of low totals this week. Yeah, spread. I'll let you go look at the calendar. What 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 other game? Oh, you piss man going off too, spread. What other oh, games are you pick? Spread. <laughs> Find me the game, spread. All right, let me go look at it right now. There's one All other right. one well, I While he's looking, man going, let's talk about this uh, shit game. But Again, let's see if we can find something. If, if nobody's talking about it, maybe there's somebody's going to go off. Irv Smith's starting to, you know, you were reading Maddox thing too. Irv Smith's starting to come along as the dominant tight end um, with the Vikings. Justin Jefferson's still here. Anybody looked at what Adam Thielen's done the last three weeks? Uh, this guy's kind of woken up and he's putting up some numbers now. Not gigantic numbers, but uh, if you're a cash player, I mean, he's 6'3 on DK, 6'3 on FanDuel uh let's see a running back dalvin is you know what let's talk about dalvin and, and khalil herbert so this is the way to go mango yeah. we'll find out about montgomery if he's out herbert was chalk last week 
I don't think many people get them on this week, right? And then as far as Dalvin Cook goes, the shoulder. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Madison's getting work. So I'm not in on any running backs in this game. Well, yeah, there's there's a lot of conversation to have about this game. So, like, I know Montgomery, there's a chance he could play. He looked good last week, like, warming up and everything. He wasn't going to play last week, but they just said he, he was looking way better than they thought. Khalil Herbert is at 5'9". He was chalkier last week. People might not go back to him when, like, maybe then it's the time to get back on, right? Because, like, hey, like, what did he do against Houston? He could easily, you know, be interesting in this spot. He's still at that same price tag. It's like the flop flag. So, I think a lot depends on his ownership. My big take on Herbert last week was, like, that dude's way too chalky for the type of player he is. And at his ownership, I, I wanted nothing to do with him in tournaments. I thought the, the route to go was to take him and take Jamal Williams. And if you're playing tournaments, group them away from each other. I thought that was like a very simple rule that you could make to make sure you're not like on the same path as everyone else. Because a lot of people were going to jam those two guys in when they started with their running backs because they were the cash game route. Um, <clears throat> then from there, obviously, I always want to talk about Justin Jefferson at 8-9. We know he can break any slate. This is also a dome game, so that's encouraging because it's it's a rough slate of totals, and we at least know that dome games can pop off a little bit. The problem is, man, it's Justin Fields. Can Justin Fields pop off? Probably not. That's the big concern. Um, but it's more of like an if-then statement, right? Like, if you think this game could go off, like, if it goes off, Darnell Mooney's probably part of it. Now, I'm not saying I really want to play this game, but what I am saying is, if you think you want to do like a cousin stack with like Jefferson and Irv Smith, the run back of Mooney, like if Justin Fields somehow has a 250 to 300 yard passing game, Darnell Mooney gets some of that, right? Like a good amount, like you'd assume. So that's just like the thought process behind if you want to play this game. Uh, the other reason I want to talk about this one is Dalvin Cook's price tag on FanDuel. Man, that's a really, really interesting price. I know you don't look at FanDuel much, Holden, but He's 7.3K on FanDuel this week. I mean, that price tag is just, it's just really, really cheap. Um, just to put it in perspective, I'm going to go pull up the running backs on FanDuel right now. You know, Mangone, just, just a humble brag here. I've, I have been playing FanDuel. They gave me a free $5 ticket. I'm up to $19 now. So there I've definitely go. been putting my, my Millie lineup in there, okay? You're gonna you're gonna hit one of those commercials at some point. Holding Kushner just won like five dollar <laughs> free ticket up to a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is just like let me just put in perspective the price tag on Dalvin Cook. James Robinson is eight K. Leonard Fournette seven eight. Miles Sanders seven six. Damian Pierce seven five. Dalvin Cook seven three with Madison at seven three right there. It's just an interesting price tag. It's something to think about. 
for sure. Like Khalil Herbert's right there at seven one. So over on FanDuel, it's tempting, which again, I think is the way that you're kind of supposed to like price things. You're supposed to make it where every single player is interesting at each price tag. So I think that Dalvin Cook, it's it's kind of in the conversation a little bit this week for sure over on FanDuel. Um, so Herb Smith, though, I do think he's going to be a chalkier option that we are looking at at 3-2. I think he's going to be that cheaper punt guy that you can kind of go to. And I like him a bit. I think he's definitely been pretty involved in this offense. And um, he's someone that I have my eye on for sure in cash games and tournaments this week. So overall, as gross of a game this is, it's at least in a dome. There's some interesting price tags on both sites. And uh, there's some also flop lag candidates, right? With Khalil Herbert from last week. I mean, he could easily bust out for a big game again. Like he had 33 against the Texans. Why couldn't he do it against the Vikings? Uh, again, I don't think he's a guy that I really want to get to if the ownership's high, but everyone has a price. And like if Khalil Herbert's ownership is going to be single digits, that's something that at least start thinking about in tournaments. Okay. We got that game done. We got... Uh... Eagles Before we Cardinals. move on, we got to hear if Spread found a game for us. Spread, oh, did he? I have oh, a on. lot of better games. First of all. On the main the slate. Yes, the Titans and the Commanders is more interesting from a betting perspective. And uh, from a betting, I don't, I, I, you're asking the DFS guy. So that's okay, crazy. that's fine. So we'll throw that one out. But, but at least our numbers and, and came out to a good side. And at minus two and a half, it's a lot easier to play. The next one that would have been more interesting is the Miami Dolphins versus the New York Jets. We can find out what Travis Mangone, DFS expert, thinks about how Teddy Bridgewater will uh, affect uh, coming into that offense and how that moves in here. And one thing I want to point out, Travis, because I've been waiting six days to talk about this. Six days. uh, Thursday night, right? We're watching the NFL. Tua comes up with this horrific injury, right? My whole Twitter timeline is talking about the lack of leadership and the failure from the front office all the way down uh, of leadership to put Tua in that game, right? That's it's a whole timeline, right? I mean, it, what is Travis tweeting about? What a great play call on that pitch to Chase Edmond. This guy doesn't care about humanity at all. He's in there for the DFS. He's in there for the money. He's not worried about any human He's interest smart. story. I, I had to give you credit, Travis, for just being able. The rest of us were caught up in the emotion of watching the guy's fingers look all weird, but you were still worried about seeing excellent play calls. It's going to lead to daily fantasy points. I mean, it was a, it was an amazing play call. The 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 amount of patience it takes to to, to execute that it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch someone see it. <laughs> when you watch someone do a fake block and they stay they excellent they time it like so perfectly and they fool them. It's just beautiful. Yes, I obviously feel for Tua, um, but I don't know. When everyone's tweeting the same thing on the timeline, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to tweet. Well, I had to give you credit for that. Same true to the brand. Yeah, the I Chargers just, and the Browns is much more interesting from a DFS perspective, right? We still have Justin yeah. Herbert out there. We have those weapons. Nick Chubb leads the league and rushing touchdowns scored. And finally, the Lions is what who got the million dollars. We need to know, do we go back to those guys, Travis? Or oh, now going against one of the greatest defensive minds really, of all time. It's really, it's really, it's really, it's really, it's really difficult to talk about the lines with the injuries. I'll at least say that. Hey guys, going to be in. Can we just stick to the games? I and mean, then one last thing, one last thing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Uh, that just feels like. But we wanted your breakdown, Travis. We know that you're not too worried about. But you know what? Their if you're a subscriber, go into Discord. Yeah. Ask Mango and your thoughts about all of that. And yeah, I'll answer any question. To do. I'm it's jumping in there right after the show to ask. You you know, if I don't answer it a day later, you feel free to ping me yeah. again, and I'll, I didn't see it, and then I'll just answer it. Do you have any girls in Jersey, Mangone, that you could just 
dial up, take them to the pumpkin patch, man. There's a lot of that going on in Jersey. I heard these days. Dude, it's rained what? every. It's rained literally every single time <laughs> I've been here. It's been awful. Yeah. It has not been fun. I might That's be hanging out good. with some people Friday night, or I might be might be getting dinner with my friend's sisters tonight. But I'm not. Not oh those God. are not. Uh, you know, no pumpkin patch for me there. Yeah. My girl left out of town, so I'm not. I'm not doing anything with anybody. It's gonna be. Oh, great. sure. I'm sure, that's what you say on air. So, anyways. Oh boy, Vinny Cano, way to go, Vincent! Hundred dollars just watching the free show. Now he's a subscriber. I can't tell you how many times we've we've done these shows and like, hey, we, I just signed up. That's awesome. We love it. We love our new subs. Our coordinators are on fire, and usually when the coordinators are on fire, the subscription the subscribers are on fire too. Uh, members never win. It's a bunch of shtick because our members have just absolutely been crushing. Like I said. Uh, so many of you in the chat have been using the cores, the playbook, the discord to ask our uh, coordinators what's going on. The playbook who came up with the playbook last week, gave you everybody that he was playing big T in his player pool. Every player he's playing, he gives you, he gives you every player he's playing JSU Tambo, all these guys. It's just amazing. AP, they're all doing great. And uh, it's wonderful to see. We, the people, by the way, tells there's no more rain after today. So the pumpkin patch, is in has got to be in there it's got to be in there it's it is it, there's a possibility but i don't know holden once we hit the weekend like football is that some little, metaphor i don't know about holden or are you no really no, no literally everybody oh. makes fun of me i take my kids to the pumpkin patch you know it's pretty does good. travis have kids i don't know about no he kids? wants, he wants Do you to see other just random adults walking around no there, holden? no he wants me to spread he wants me to take a lady and because like the girls love uh they love halloween season they love doing all the uh the, the spooky season stuff right oh and there yeah. was listen i was out here for the world series what was that like oh seven or something denver all the girls are in latex there's no better place to be for halloween than denver man going yeah. so you come back Get out to the pumpkin patch. Fred, one, of, one, of, one of my friends, she's having a Halloween like movie night, like that I'm missing on Friday. And I was like, I'm not like, I, I wouldn't go like it's, girls love awesome. Halloween. It's, it's the weirdest thing. They're yeah. like all about it. All right. Eagles Cardinals, our next game Cardinals, five point favorites at home. Uh, the Munchkin taking on Jalen hurts 49. We got a healthy total here. Spread 49, five points on the road, five point fa uh, favorites on the road. Always get uncomfortable with that, my friend. But boy, Kyler Murray really—he's bad. He is in the battle of the quarterbacks here. The Cardinals are getting smashed. So break this one down for me, because on the surface, the Eagles are just the better team, but there's five points involved. Exactly, and this is where the numbers get tough because we ran the numbers this morning, and they came out that the Eagles would cover the spread. Here's our concern. At what point does this team let down? And if they let down, does that even mean that they're going to take a loss? Or does that just mean that they're not going to absolutely blow their opponents out? You have to give them credit last week for falling behind 14-0 and then, you know, just storming back to score 20 points in the second quarter, take command of that game. To be fair, Trevor Lawrence and his fumbling issues had a lot to do with it. Um, but boy, you look at this Eagles defense and it's really hard to find a hole here. Um, the numbers are going to tell you to go ahead and take the Eagles here. I think the total's right on point. Uh, my concern is the lit down. Um, so I don't necessarily want to get involved with a, a, a large road favorite, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles cover. And then once again, this is one of the easiest bets on the board. Okay. Before I forget, uh, gratulacia to the Polish Prince. That is Polish for congratulations. Cause he just signed up for a membership too. So we're making a, we're making some money here today. We're going to help you make some money too. Hopefully way to go. Polish Prince. 
Um, reminds me of the old light bulb joke. I was told it a lot just because I'm a little bit Polish, but we don't tell that anymore, do we, Mango? And let's get into the DFS side of things. Can you make a case? <laughs> Spread getting uncomfortable. Can you make a case for Kyler this week? Because I cannot, but I can make a case for Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, maybe even Miles Sanders. It's looking sexy here on the Eagles side. Even Dallas Goddard. There's a lot of cheap tight ends, Bangone. Tell me I'm wrong. No, it's it's a great game to talk about. Uh, before we talk about I just want to say this to Polish Prince. If, if uh, you just became a member, this is what you should do. Uh, hit me with a DM. And if anyone else wants to become a member today right now and, and send it to me uh, in my DMs on Twitter, at Travis Mangone, I'll make sure you get some swag. How's that sound? You got... You got, you got a little what, bit of time. Man, going, I don't have any swag. I mean, that's on you, Holden. I don't know. Why is that on me? I'm a, I'm freaking on the website here. Well, I'm one ask, of the top 10 guys here. I got nothing. I got, I got bet stuff. TJ sent me bet stuff. I'll be, well, if you want, I can get you some swag next week. I literally I want to hit you up in discord. Yeah. Hit me up. I can get it for you next week. I will Thank be at you. the house house grabbing. The I don't swag want it you. used either. I want new stuff. I'll get you the good stuff. Holden. But this is the great thing then. Mangone just said, what? They hit you up in Discord if they're new subs and you're going to give them stuff? Yep. Hit me up there and uh, show, show I need to see that you're a new sub, though. So I need like your, uh, well, just hit me up on the Discord or in the DMs on Twitter and I'll make sure to, to double check on the back end. But I do want to talk about this game because it's a good one. And uh, your question was, how do I play Kyler Murray? This is how I play Kyler Murray, Holden. If I have a Jalen Hurts stack with A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard, right? And uh, let's say my team is dead because I played like, I don't know, Bailey Zappi and some other bums or something, or not Bailey Zappi, but anyone like, you know, other guys that have zeros or tore their ACLs, then I can make a swap from Jalen Hurts to Kyler Murray before the four o'clock games. That is the one interesting, interesting part about this game is it's in that four o'clock window where you'll have a lot of information, which I know some people like being able to have the information of what's happened in the early games to then adjust their teams. So Jalen Hurts, though, I think he's going to be one of the most popular quarterbacks and one of the best quarterback options on this entire slate. Um, I think Miles Sanders is not a bad option at 6'5", but I really prefer this pass game because I think Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, who's probably my favorite tournament play over even Mike Evans this week, I think those are like my two favorite guys that I think are going to absolutely crush it. I love Dallas Goddard, too. I think he's in a good spot to have a big week. This game's in a dome, obviously, in Arizona, which is nice. Zach Ertz, too, has quietly been a top 12 tight end every single week so far this season. I mean, the dude, he's got two passing touchdowns so far. He's got six targets, 10, 11, four. And it's a little bit of a revenge game for Zach Ertz. So, uh, of course, you know he'll like that. Um, and another thing, too, to mention about Marquise Brown that I saw, I think Marquise Brown, he's like, he's got like, I think he has like zero drops this year. I mean, yes, of course, Kyler Murray misses him sometimes, but when the ball hits him, he, he hasn't really dropped the ball. So, I think Marquise Brown is definitely going to be in play at 7.2K. Uh, I think he's a pretty good option uh, just because we know the upside that he can have, right? Like, look at the games he's at. 14.3, 12.8, 31.20. .20. Definitely going to be in play. And if they're trailing the entire game, that's an encouraging sign for sure. Um, you can always make the case for Rondell Moore. I know he came back from that hamstring injury. First game back. Didn't have a lot of opportunities. Sometimes I like to wait a little bit to get on those guys when they come back from an injury like a hamstring. Maybe the second week is too early. I'm not sure, but we want to be ahead of the curve. And at 4.1K, you play Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, you might need some salary relief. So maybe Rondell Moore 
It's a week to go to him, and maybe he pops off. There's definitely just a lot of ways that you can go about this game. It's a good game to get exposure to for sure. I didn't even talk about Devonta Smith yet at 6K because we know what his upside can be, but I prefer A.J. Brown if I had to pick. But overall, this is a great game to go to. And if you're playing the afternoon slate, I know not everyone plays those, but this is going to be the game to play on the afternoon slate, right? And if you look, the quarterbacks are Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield, Cooper Rush, Matt Stafford. So what do you think everyone's going to do? They're all going to play Jalen Hurts. So if you do play that afternoon slate, a Kyler Murray stack, it's, it's kind of interesting over there on that three gamer. So something to think about. This is a 49 total. It's the game of the week and uh, one that I'm going to be trying to get exposure to, but just have to think about how you're rostering these guys and look at the ownership, right? I mean, you saw who he played chalky plays. I do think there's going to be some chalky plays on this game, but when you do play these guys, make sure they mix and match it with some under owned guys like who had Josh Jacobs at 6%. Make sure to have those guys within your lineup. Uh, don't just be slamming in all guys that are going to be like chalky on the slate. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Before we get into the Rams and the Cowboys, the, uh, the guy that ran out with the pink smoke bomb filed a re- police report and said that uh, there was blatant assault by the two football players, one being Bobby Wagner that laid him out. So um, I don't know. I hope this guy just goes back to jail and gets his ass kicked. That's absolutely ridiculous. Can you imagine filing a, re- a police report, carrying a smoke bomb out onto a field and then saying that they were the wrong ones? I, I love like, that. That's and, like the and unfortunately guy that- he didn't break anything. That's like the guy who goes to rob someone's house and they like get hurt in the house and then they, they sue them for. Do they ever win? Uh, I think I think, I think they have before because otherwise oh, you wouldn't no. know about it. Yeah. It's like you curb your own enthusiasm thing where the guy ran in the it was the last season, right? The guy ran in, he, he fell in the pool, he got he got hurt. He was supposed to have a gigantic uh, fence there. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. This guy needs to go to hell. Anyways, uh, yeah. back to the games. We got the Rams and the Cowboys. It'll be Cooper Rush again. And another five-point spread. Uh, Rams minus five. I mean, you <laughs> you want to tease the the Cowboys to plus eleven on the road. The Rams haven't looked good. I am on the Rams. Just by the way, plus uh, or minus four and a half. Forty-three and a half is the total. I look for LA to bounce back and just lay the wood on the Cowboys this week. Spread. Where am I wrong? We are exactly opposite here, and I want to thank Travis for finally giving me a game that I love and and that I want to take a stand on. And and this was was not me. This was Holden. Holden picks them to start, so this is this is all Holden spread. You can you can argue with him. Yeah. No, this was my favorite one, so did a great job. I was trying to give you some some credit here, Travis. Me, spread. I don't want the credit. I only want the credit when I deserve it, spread. Okay. Well, thank you, Holden, uh, for choosing a game that I can take a stand on. And I mean, I hope you're wrong about this game. Yeah, well, we can go opposite here, and you can tell me what you think of my thoughts. And we watched on, shit. Uh, Monday Night Football and, and the idea that Kyle Shanahan, he, he beats uh, Sean McVay every time. Kyle Shanahan, right? He's so great, even though he can't win without Jimmy Garoppolo. But we'll talk about that a different time. But why do the 49ers always beat the Rams? It's because they get pressure with their front four, just with their front four. And Stafford 
you know, he's not Joe Flacco, but he's not the most mobile guy. He definitely struggles under that pressure. Let's look at the Cowboys defense, what they've been able to do this year with Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. They are getting pressure with their front four that allows seven to sit back there. And Trayvon Diggs, he's playing. I was reading the athletic today. They were talking about he's playing. He's reading these routes and then playing them like a receiver. Once he sees what the receiver is running, he's just running the route uh, the same way, which is a, one reason why he's getting all those picks. Uh, probably the family he grew up in there helping a lot here. But I love Dallas to bounce back on the matchup idea that I think that the Rams are going to continue to have problems on the offensive end. Uh, number one, this team definitely, the offensive line is not the same. They're missing Andre Whitworth, uh, their, their Andrew with their left tackle, um, and they're definitely missing Beckham because without him going over the top, there's not as much room to work underneath. And I know they brought in Allen Robinson, and right now that's not seeming to be the best move. He's not getting separation. Uh, he's getting really low grades on PFF and from these other scouting sites that I've been reading here. So this has become a pretty one-dimensional offense. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be able to shut them down. I'm happy to get this many points here. Uh, and our power rankings, we have these teams pretty close to even. So uh, the fact that you can get four and a half, it's up to five now on Bookmaker. I, I like the Cowboys holding, and one of us will be able to have bragging rights next week. Yeah. I'm banking on Cooper Rush mistakes. I'm banking on the Rams bank, uh, bouncing back after losing to a better team on the road. I'm banking on uh, Kellen Moore just not being nearly as creative offensively as the Shanahan side is. And the Rams just bouncing back. They're more talented team in my estimation. So I like the Rams in this one. Again, at home. And I also like teams coming off of losses on prime time that are good teams. The Rams are taking a step back. The Rams might be a nine and eight, 10 and seven team when it's all said and done this season. They did have to replace their, their replacement center during the game too. So they were all out of whack on the offensive line. I just think they're in a much better spot this week spread, but you could be profitable fading me. I'll say that, but remind me next week because we'll talk about it next week. Oh, I'm going to remind you Sunday morning at 1 PM or you know, whenever this game's done and, and I'll give you props if you're right. Terrific. So. Uh, you can uh, leave your hair on Baby of Beauties to, uh, yeah. to to message me back. Yeah, I don't Travis, want, I don't break the tie here. Who do you like here? He doesn't give a damn. He's only DFS. But he could give a side. It's, I'm not telling him to go put $1,000 on it. Uh, yeah, this is a as crazy as it sounds, I think I like the Cowboys side a little yeah. bit just because – I, I, man, I'm, I'm big on offensive line and defensive line and like, whoo, that Rams offensive line. It's, it's not looking great. And, um, eventually like the whole Matthew, like the whole Matthew Stafford to Cooper cup thing. Like, listen, I know he fed him a lot last year, but like, dude, at some point, like, is he going to just like break Cooper cup? At like, some point is Cooper rush finally going to lose a fucking game. He might not. I've been betting on that for a couple of weeks. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> at what Jeez. point do we have to say that? We hey. could do the, at some point. I just think that D line is like, it's really good. So I don't want to sleep on it completely. So my like slight lean is the Cowboys. And I think this game could get a little ugly where like, I'm not super excited about it. DFS wise. I am excited about CD lambs. I think his ownership is still going to be down at seven cakes. People are going to be uncomfortable paying that price tag where I, I think he's in a pretty good spot. It is crazy seeing Ezekiel Elliott's price tag at 5.8 K, but we have arrived at this point and I'm curious to see how much further it can go. And I wouldn't be shocked if it keeps dropping uh, even next week. So Will be interesting to see. Not a game that I'm super excited for DFS wise. If you have the money, like it's always Cooper Cup over uh, Justin Jefferson. I think we've proven that. I think he's the guy that you want to go to if you have to pick. Um, obviously, ownership will matter when those decisions come and price tags. But um, yeah, if you have the money for Cooper Cup, he's a great play. We should talk about Tyler Higby. I mean, the dude is definitely just became like the number two in town. Um, 
14 targets, four, nine, 11. I mean, that's pretty good there. And especially if like, let's say this game is close because what's happening is the Cowboys are kind of like, they're getting a Matthew Stafford, right? Um, and the Rams, they get ahead and they're just trying to hang on, which I think they kind of do a lot of time. Once they get up, they try and run the ball a little bit. Well, then you'll see those play actions set up and those play actions can lead to tight end passes a lot of the time, right? Like little rollouts that lead you to like a nine yard out to a tight end. So I do think overall, my favorite plays are probably CD Lamb on the Cowboy side because I think he's going to be low owned and has a lot of upside at the price. Tyler Higby at 4-3, I think is a really good tight end play. And then Cooper Cup, if you got the money, you can go up and grab him. But not a DFS game I'm looking to stack up. Maybe no. just grab some pieces. For no, no. But uh, Baker Mayfield to throw a pick is minus 155. Baker oh, yeah. Mayfield what, to throw two picks. One, one good thing to call in the chat, Holden, is uh, BB Larry said it. 2,500 for the Cowboys D is kind of interesting, actually. Like, it's it's not bad. I know they're on the road, but yeah. I think it's really intriguing. I don't know why I brought up Baker Mayfield in the middle of things. I was just looking at the, I was just looking at his lines for interceptions and stuff. Isn't the isn't the Niners D the most tastiest though? Because they get to go against Baker Mayfield and that that garbage team. Uh, probably, but I, don't, I don't like I don't like a defense until like way later in the week. So I just saw the, the chat comment and I was like, that's a good point. So I wanted to bring it up. All right. Well, I'm just gonna go there and say, what is it? How much does it cost this week? Three eight on DK. That's a lot. That is a lot. But we'll save it tight end. We can go pay up for them. Or I probably there's won't. definitely a chance you can get up a little more. De- I mean, just depends on the construction and like even injury news. Like that's why people were like, let's talk about the Lion game. Like, okay, what am I going to talk about, guys? I don't, I don't know who's playing. Like, I don't know if Swift's in. I don't know if St. Brown's in. Chark. Like, so like injury news is going to be important. Obviously, it's a Wednesday, and we have the ability to change our decisions come Friday or Saturday. So that's why you got to check out the content over at Run Pure Sports. You can check out my single entry three max. Tony might like one thing on the print factory today. It's a Wednesday, and then all of a sudden on Saturday morning or Saturday night. Sunday morning might change his player pool might not be interested in someone. I mean, you had hoop on the show. He, he didn't like Austin Eckler and then crane talked him into playing some more Austin Eckler. And he talked about it on the show. So obviously we have, we can change our minds up until like the lock time. We just got to let you guys know, obviously. So uh, we'll definitely let you know with the other premium pieces of content for sure. And I don't think we, the people that Dorch is a good run back because I, he is insignificant now that Rondale Moore is back. Yeah. Like, they didn't bother with him. He's done. I agree. One more thing, to, one more thing to call out about that game, Holden. Like, uh, basically, like the Cardinals are like one of like the worst first half teams and one of the best second half teams uh, mm. in the NFL right now. I'm sure some of it is that big Raiders comeback oh, yeah. they had. But point being, um, not saying Kyler's, uh, not saying Kyler's the problem, but like, uh, you could say that the Eagles are going to be leading a lot of the game, right? And that could cause Kyler to do more, where this game could really like shoot out and be interesting. So just wanted to call that out one more time. All right, we got one more. Um, let's get going on the showdown. We got a little Broncos Colts right here in my hometown of Denver, Colorado. We got no Jonathan Taylor. We got no Javante Williams. Uh, so it'll be interesting from a DFS perspective to talk showdown in this one. I think there's a lot of options that we can go with there, but spread. Let's talk about this. Um, boy, it's, it's a low total. It's dropped now 44 at the get-in price, now it's 42 after the Taylor news. I don't know if he's worth a point and a half to the line. You tell me. Broncos minus three and a half at home. So this one's gone, what, three, three and a half, four, back to three and a half. Colts plus 150 on the money line. Both these teams are in disarray. Offensively, I would say. Uh, talk to me here, Spread. You got a thought on the side and the total? Yeah, Holden, if there's ever for a week for me to jump on with on the CityCast with you, it would be this week because I love the Denver Broncos here. 
Um, and basically, I'm just fading the Indianapolis Colts, uh, especially against a really good defensive line that the Broncos have with Bradley Chubb and, and Randy Gregory on both sides. Able well, Gregory's to out, my friend. He's Dunsky. Is he? Yeah, they just said he's on IR. So Baron Browning's in there, though. Baron Browning will be a nice fellow. Okay, well, thank you for uh, for doing that. I'll have to talk to Tyler and see how much we're going to adjust that because he was huge for this team um, so far this season. Regardless, uh, my final part of this handicap, and you can't give me any news that's going to change that, is just the disadvantage that the road team's at on Thursday night football. Um, there's just no reason that these guys should be playing three to eight days after they play. Um, just absolutely absurd that they expect the team to get prepared in this time. And I like Denver to bounce back. I know they looked bad against the Raiders, but we talked about it last night, Holden, right? How they always look bad against the Raiders. So I, I want to take that away. Uh, I'm pretty much down on this Indianapolis team. And you asked me about the point spread for Jonathan Taylor. Normally I would say no, but when you look at his replacement, I do think that's correct. Also, you look at how reliant uh, this team has been on Taylor over the last couple of seasons. Uh, to really run that offense. And I do think it's a big deal. Hopefully Russ gets back on track this week. I don't know, man. I know I can't imagine what it's like out there because uh, you're looking, not that he's necessarily been that bad, but the cost to acquire him when you're looking at the salary cap space. And then of course the draft picks, man, could, could be a mistake. He's got to go ahead and, and turn it around soon to get some, some good uh, feelings in that town. Aren't I right there holding, but I think this is a great opportunity uh, to do that this week against an Indianapolis Colts team that number one, I don't rate that highly. And number two, having to do that huge disadvantage of playing Thursday night on the road. I think this is a great spot for Denver to actually look like the team that, that you guys expected uh, in the off season. Man, going real quick on the showdown side, we got a show coming up right after this. A lot of options for captain, I think. A any thoughts there, your immediate looks, and what do you think about the, the game flow? Is this yeah, an under? I'll keep it quick because there's a lot there's a lot to handicap here and like I, there's just too many injuries. It's really difficult to give you like the opinions now without having everything. Russell Wilson's also dealing with right shoulder soreness, which like I mean it's a little concerning for sure. Um, so and there's a ton of injuries I know on the cold side or the de defensive side. Um, overall, first look was like Court and Sutton favorite captain, right? Like he's just been he's been a go to for Russ Wilson. He's been really good. They're finding ways to scheme him open. I think Cortland Sutton's the best captain play. Also. Feel free to embrace like leaving some salary on the table. I mean, this is going to be an ugly slate. Uh, you know, kickers, we're at mile high. Kickers are going to be in play. Be sure to consider them. Might even do a kicker captain. That's how ugly the slate might be. I mean, it's Defensive just Defensive captain. Going to be a little gross. Obviously, we need to see what happens with some of these injuries because then some value can open up. Obviously, some of these backup running backs could be more in play. So uh be on the lookout for all the content that we have over at Rumpier Sports. I do a showdown thing, a single entry three max, Tambo's plan of attack. Uh, we'll have Hoop doing the daily assist. We'll have the showdown show, Big T's player pool. We got it all over here. We got you covered here over at Run Pure Sports. All right, guys and girls, thanks a lot. Hit the like button on the way out. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, welcome to our, our newest subscribers, Cano and the Polish Prince. That's great. We love having you there. Hit guys up in the Discord. You got any questions? All of our, um, our analysts and our experts are in there as well. From Angone, Spread, and my man, Pumacom, Simon. Get us out of here.